You're now listening to the Z Listers podcast with Brady Neal and AJP. You want to start? You want me to start? You start it. You set the tone. Okay. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Z Listers podcast. We're back in person today. That's actually a big thing. Our last yeah. two episodes, we have been social distancing. I could reach out and touch you right now. Please I don't. Six feet. I, I won't. I won't. Um, I have about three bottles of hand sanitizer in my possession, guy, by the way. Yeah. If, if you're wondering in the stores why all of it's gone, <laughs> it's because this guy uh, hey, chill, chill, bought chill. a lot of it. These were spaced out purchases. Okay. Oh, okay. Um, if the tone sounds weird today in this episode, it's because it is. Um, this might be a bit of a shorter episode, but I didn't feel comfortable... Uh, making a uh, recording a new episode without talking about like what's been going on in the world and um i also didn't want this episode to be like the topics in this episode to be sandwiched between like shit jokes and whatever we normally talk about so um yeah so this this episode is really just going to be you know addressing a lot and talking about how i felt about a lot of things going on what i've seen and um it's probably going to be, it, not probably, it is going to be the, to date, the most serious episode that, uh, that we've done. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I, I don't even know where to start. I mean, I have a whole list of notes here in my phone. Right. Well, for, for people who maybe, uh, aren't aware that the, the country is just fucking in pieces right now. It, just, it really is. Shit I've, is yeah. really crazy right now. I've always been since, since I've started, you know. I say this with air quotes to try to make it in probably 2008, whenever I started, I always tried to stay, um, I, I never really tried to voice my opinion. I always just wanted to put out music and that was it. I didn't want to be the person always commenting on things, but, um, I feel like th- this is something totally different. Um, yeah, I, f- I feel like you probably see it on, on Facebook when something happens, everyone will change their profile picture to this or that. Yeah. Not that I don't care about those things, but I think. A lot of times, I to me, it comes off as like disingenuous, so I don't ever want to come across that way. Right. But um, this episode, I feel like, uh, has to be made because there's just too much going on right now in this country to not, mm. you know, because again, we, this is not the type of podcast that we do. Right. And just real quick to touch on the, the your fear of being disingenuous, that's something that we talked about beforehand. I don't, I don't want it to look like we're. Yeah, like oh, two white guys trying to show how like hip and like yeah, progressive we are. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Because that's another thing too I've seen. There's both sides of the um again, I, I had this later in my notes. I tried to structure this episode as best as I could with the notes here, but um I have seen like both extremes of uh of all this. Like one where someone's just posting everything and some of it may not even be real, but they're just, you know, they're trying to get the word out there and just trying to share so much that they're not like really researching. Right. And then the other side of it where I've literally seen like people that I was friends with on Facebook, like, you know, whether I knew them from school or knew them from through a person, but like I've, I've seen statuses that like have, I'm paraphrasing, but have said like, what who cares right you know this isn't a big deal i cannot believe i've probably unfriended and unfollowed like at least 30 people oh yeah like when, when we were getting ready to do this and setting up i literally saw a status and like in within the first sentence i had to go unfriend the guy right 
you know, I, I see, I've seen people take it as far as to post like that saying that if, if you're white and you don't like denounce your whiteness, that like you're part of the problem. And it's like, right. how is that solving anything? Right. Like, I don't know. And again, this is not, this is so, not that this is new to me because obviously, you know, this has, you know, what has happened over the past couple of weeks with um, George Floyd, Breonna Taylor, um, Ahmaud Arbery, like all of those, and, and there's so many more. There's so many more. Um, Tony McDade, Laquan McDonald, Freddie Gray, Eric Gardner, Michael Brown, Sandra Bland, Tamir Rice, like uh, Trayvon Martin. That that was like the first one for me, Trayvon Martin. Yeah. Because um, I was six. We were sixteen. He mm-hmm. was a year older than us. Um, you know, basically our age. And that was like that I can remember. That was like the first incident like this. Um, and it's just. It's crazy, but to see, to to hear people posting like that, like if if you don't denounce being white, then you're part of the problem. Like, how does that? What does that solve? Yeah, you know, like there's there's just so much, there's so much back and forth that I feel like not everyone is like trying to listen. They're just trying to make their own statement, and um, no, it's just scary right now. Like the the police really are just like wiling right now more than oh, they yeah. ever have. Like for it's, sure, it's pretty fucking scary. Like For you sure. don't. It it doesn't. I I mean, obviously, like as a white person, like we're safer. You know, as shitty as that sounds, like that's yeah, I, that's true. I've never been. Um, you know, nobody likes to get pulled over ever, but I've never feared for my life when I get pulled over. And well, I can't even imagine what that would be like. Yeah, I think I've said on the podcast before. Like, I'll actually when I'm driving at night, I'll keep my wallet on the dashboard and this is this is really just me being paranoid more mm-hmm. than anything but i'll keep my wallet on the dashboard because i'm uncomfortable with like reaching into the club box mm. you know because i always yeah i always like when they when they ask for the license i tell them where my wallet is yeah i do that too um and i wait for them to to give me permission to reach for it yeah but like to to get pulled over and think this i'm like i might not leave this traffic stop alive yeah like to me that it's just you know, it, it's crazy to me. It's crazy to me the, the stuff that I've seen people post that have these beliefs, like the, like even the shit now with the Confederate flag. I've yeah. never understood that. Right. You know, this whole time, and to see people defending mm-hmm. the the Confederate states of America, mm-hmm. who are not even from the South. Right. It, it blows my mind. It's really funny. It, it it's funny, but like these people it, are in like, a fucked up way. Yeah, like, like these these people take their beliefs into the world on a daily basis did you see that video that that white dude yelling at the black guy um because the black guy was saying that we need to get rid of the I, I think he was saying we need to get rid of the confederate flag and the white guy was like my you know my great great grandparents owned a farm in in virginia or something i'm completely misrepresenting this video i'm sure and and the black guy was like who worked on that farm <laughs> and it was just like um yeah, no, it's it's weird because the thing that always gets said is like the the Confederacy lost. So it's like yeah, that's yeah. Why do you want to celebrate that? Yeah. I don't know. I've actually been thinking about this episode for a while. Like I knew that when we came back to do one, we we had to do this episode. Mm-hmm. You know, it I wouldn't have been comfortable just jumping in. I know you wouldn't have been comfortable uh just jumping in and doing a regular episode talking about right. you know, pop culture or whatever. Um, you know, I was thinking I don't know a lot about like current German history, but I can't imagine, 
you know, it, it's one thing to have your ancestors on the wrong side of history. Mm. You know, there's nothing you could do about that. If, you know, World War II is a lot closer in time than the Civil War was. Right. But I don't think that, you know, there's as many people, you know, if you did it percentage wise in Germany who like are proud of their ancestors that fought for Germany in World War II. Right. And I, I feel like if you're saying like you said about that guy in the video, like supporting the Confederacy, I feel like it's the same thing. Now what, you know what I mean? Like, Oh yeah, you, you're, I can see that. You have to acknowledge that your family, or even if, you know, even if you're so far removed from it, your family was on the wrong side of history and that's not... Something to be proud of or celebrate. Exactly. Yeah. And like, it's not your fault if your ancestors were because you weren't yeah. around it. That, that's what they chose to do. Their life was a lot different. But now having having all the resources and still supporting it yeah is and it's not even the confederate flag yeah that's like a battle flag right again it's it's overwhelming when you're just seeing all this stuff and then just seeing you know because you try to do as much as you can to spread the correct information to support the, the right groups and you could spend a whole day online you know donating to different things you know there's tons of organizations and uh different places to donate petitions to sign and then someone posts a, a status and they say something crazy or they share that video yeah and to me it's like i almost feel hopeless because it's like these people still exist right you know what i mean but i do think that this generation right now is going to be you know every generation separates itself from the last one mm -hmm. you know but i think that this generation is going to be so far ahead of the previous one just because of the internet and how much information they have Definitely. And, um, you know, I, I really do hope that this is the last time that, like, all of this has to happen. It's crazy to think that the civil rights movement was, what, 60 years ago? The The Civil Rights Act was passed in 1964, mm -hmm. right? Um, it's crazy to think that it happened that long ago. And, and we're still dealing with shit like this. Oh yeah, you know, it's, it's, and it's it, it's weird because like you and I both definitely. Well, I'll, I'll speak for myself. Like I feel like I definitely lived in a bubble. A, a bubble. Okay. Um, like I I knew some people were racist, obviously, because I I, I feel like I don't know if we as a, a species will ever truly weed that out a hundred percent. Yeah. I, I, I'm just saying like, there's always going to be shitty people thinking shittily. Yeah. But, um, I live it. I've been living in a bubble. Like it, it's crazy to see all this shit come to the surf and surface. Yeah. And it's like, wow, like mm -hmm. this is how like that. That's yeah. That goes, we back don't realize how the other side lives. Exactly. And that goes back to the, um, the traffic stop thing like exactly. i can't imagine i can't imagine what it's like to fear for my life at a traffic stop like i can't imagine what that's like and right. uh i really hope that all this is making sense because it, it is so overwhelming there's you we could do 20 more episodes about mm -hmm. this topic here um and i i just want to say for for myself mm -hmm. i again i'll speak for myself i don't i don't necessarily claim to like fucking know anything so I don't want to act like I have all the answers or anything. Oh, so that's that, yeah. if somebody hears this and they're like, "What the fuck is this guy talking about?" It's probably just because I'm stupid. Like, I've, I, I'll be completely honest. There's a lot of um, graphics I've seen, infographics, and like articles I've seen that I was ignorant to before all this. Yeah, and it's not because I didn't care, but it's just I didn't know. You right. know, um, 
Oh wait, I had a really um while you're searching for that, yeah, can I I want to go back real quick to the uh-huh. Germany thing. Um not only does that, it that might have been a bad example, but I that's the only other thing I could think of where like your family members were clearly wrong and like you wouldn't support that, yeah. you know. Not only does it seem like a a lot there's a very very small minority of Germans who would like still support uh, Nazi ideology and stuff like that. Not only that, but like they're on a governmental level, like that's like not okay. First of all, they like they really, really push like yeah, that, education in schools, like yeah, yeah. teaching how the country, not only how the country fucked up, but like how it got to the point where that ideology could sort of right. disseminate through the population. Um, and then also like there's a lot of people probably know this, but like if you if you go to Germany and like do the like the classic like Heil Hitler salute, like you'll you'll go to jail. I didn't know they that. don't they don't fuck with that at all. I I knew that they distanced themselves from that. Yeah. Um what I was gonna say is there's a video series by Emmanuel Acho. He was a football player. Right now there's two videos up. The name of the series is Uncomfortable Conversations with a Black Man. Okay. On um, episode two, Matthew McConaughey was on. It was oh, very wow. good. I can't remember. I think Emmanuel said it, but he he explained like racism now as like a wake in a boat. You can take a boat out on a lake, and you could not be accelerating anymore, but the wake is still going out. Right. And things in that lake are affected by that wake, even if you're not moving anymore. Again, I'm I'm butchering that. He said it way better than that, but um. That that really resonated with me because I was like, wow, like one policy or one change or one or, or less funding to the police, that's not going to change the years of the things that are put in place. Right. It's not going to make everything right. Just it, to, immediately. Yeah. You know, it, I, it's it will a good help. place to start. It's a great though. place to yeah. start. Yeah. I mean, to enact change now and policies. But a, a lot of what's probably being enacted now, you probably won't see the change for a while. Yeah. You know, but at least it's in place to be, you know, that's put in motion to, you know, change. So, so one thing, one other thing that I've seen is, um, people being shamed on Twitter. I say shamed with air quotes because it's really just attacked with tweets about not publicly doing something, not publicly making a statement or this and that. Yeah. Um, well, let me see when I posted on May 31st. Um, it was a Sunday. It, the news was just full of all these stories and everything. And, um, I really wanted to say something, but I didn't want it to be like what you said in the beginning. I didn't want to be virtual signaling. I didn't want to come across as disingenuine. I wanted to say something real. And again, I was so frustrated by just what I was seeing from people who either I'm friends with or not, just the shit that people post. Not so much, not, not that those people exist, but that mindset is out there. Right. Because even if a person is not online to be influential, their voice can still influence someone else. You could have somebody who was kind of on the fence about things and then see somebody say something racist and be like, oh, okay, so someone else is saying this, so maybe I should run with that too. Right. You know, like no matter how big or small someone's page is or their voice is online, it, it can spread that easy. Right. So what I said on Instagram was to anyone with a platform, no matter, no matter how big or small, now's the time to use it. Change doesn't happen on its own. If you see this post, it means you're on social media. If you're on social media, you know what's going on. It's unavoidable. I saw a quote that read, if you're tired of hearing about racism, imagine how tired some people are of experiencing it. And that quote to me, that like really stuck with me because, you know, going back to the whole 
traffic stop thing and thinking about how other people, you know, don't have the same yeah. experiences that we do. Um, back to the Instagram post, it says, I think that sums things up better than I could have ordered it. Don't be neutral because silence is complacency. And I truly do believe that. Yeah. But what I want to say, your actions don't have to be public. You know, I'm sure that there are people who have donated to organizations who have signed petitions and um, they didn't make it public that they did it. But that doesn't mean their contribution is any less valuable. Right. About the petitions, um, I did some research on if they are effective. Yeah. And there is an argument that they are. There is an argument that they're not. But I think no matter what, it really does raise awareness. Back to what I said about someone saying something racist, somebody speaking up against it or saying something racist could be what changes somebody else's mind to pick a side. Right. So... That's why I, I do believe that silence um, is complacency because if you don't if you don't have social media and you don't post about it, your signature or your donation is also helping. Because am I making sense? I feel like I'm saying a lot. Yeah. I, I don't want to be saying a lot of nothing. Mm-hmm. But again, it's just there. There's so so much. But that bothered me because I've seen a lot of Twitter accounts saying like, if you're not doing this, you're wrong. If you're not doing that, you're wrong. Right. Um, if you're not sharing these things, you're wrong. I'll be completely honest. I didn't share anything or say anything on any social media platform mm-hmm. only because I, I just don't, maybe it's, maybe it's dumb, but I, I just don't want to look like, like I'm virtue signaling. I, I don't want to yeah. look like I'm trying to be like, you know, like I'm trying to show how thoughtful I am and how, how culturally minded I am, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that that's a that's been a big reason why, in the past with situations, I really haven't spoken up or done mm-hmm. anything, and I think I I I do believe I probably should have. Yeah, and I, and I think I I'm I'm probably wrong to have not said anything, but and but I I think doing this episode and going forward and sharing uh, things I see in in my post and that post wasn't just on Instagram. I put it on all of my pages. Um, but I I did tag two organizations that I think are doing lots of great things. Uh, Color of Change and the National Bailout. Mm-hmm. You can go research those. There's so many different places and organizations and, and groups that are really helping out. If there was like a weird cut there in that audio, um, we had just had a problem with the laptop, but we're back up and running now. Uh, one thing I wanted to say before was there's actually an artist, Kadir Nelson. Um, he's based in LA. He's done a lot of um, things that you've probably seen before, but he recently did a cover for The New Yorker and um, I'll put the link in the notes or the description of this podcast. But the name, or or if you want to look it up, it's called Kadir Nelson Say Their Names. And there's an interactive cover on the New Yorker's website, and you can scroll through, and it it, it shows all the different names of of those who have been killed by police. Um, not even just recently. I mean, it goes it goes back. It's it's very powerful piece. I just you know wanted to throw that in there and share it. But going back to um, uh the Breonna Taylor murder um, with the no-knock warrant. Which is fucking crazy. Even that that's a thing is crazy. Yeah. This this fucking pissed me off even more. Like, over the last, I'd say, month, I've gone through, like, so many emotions from overwhelmed to confused to helpless, like, what can I do? To just enraged. And the fucking police report listed injuries as none. Wow. She was shot eight times. Yeah. They kicked in her door. I, I don't I don't know what time it was, but it doesn't matter. How how does how does how do you explain that? You now have a dead woman 
and the police report says no injuries. Injuries, none. It's ridiculous. Right. Even with the George Floyd autopsy, they they first said that he didn't die from asphyxiation. Mm-hmm. And then the family got a second one, and it basically said that that one that the police did was bullshit. Right. How do you how do you have somebody? How do you have another grown man's knee on your neck, and you don't die from asphyxiation? Right. I'm sure you saw the that uh, the man in Buffalo that was pushed. Yeah, Martin. That was disgusting. Martin Gugino, like that. Those two videos, right? Um, that like the George Floyd video was incredibly hard to watch, and honestly, I didn't watch the whole thing because it's when he when he stops making noise and he's unresponsive, like, and you're still on. I couldn't watch that. Yeah. And before I knew about the guy in Buffalo, mm-hmm. before I knew what the video was about, seeing it and just him getting pushed and falling back and hitting his head i could i and you could see blood pouring like, out of, out his, of his head and if you look in the video it looked like he was going to hand back a face shield mm-hmm. it, the fact that people can comment on these videos is what drives me insane i saw a woman right under that uh video well he was out past curfew that doesn't you know the cop comes up and pushes him right and he bounces his head off the sidewalk well, I mean, in fairness, if you're if you're out past curfew, you do deserve to be pushed to the ground and, and have your yeah. fucking skull broken. Oh yeah, sorry, broken. I forgot. Yeah, that is. Uh, I forgot. hate. I, that's that's one thing that really sends me over the fucking edge is people. Uh, a, a term I've been seeing a lot recently is bootlicker. That's what you fucking are. If you can look at a, a video like that, that is so goddamn cut and dry. I don't give a fuck what that guy did. Okay, I don't want to say that, but but no, like, I get, I get what you're if saying. you can watch a video like that where like an old man, what was he like in his 75. 60s? 75. 75. 75-year-old man slowly walking his ass over to the cops. I don't give a fuck what he said or did to the cops. You watch that man get pushed by the cops and, the cop and that- stumble backwards and hit his head. Now, the Buffalo, now, I don't know if this was on the police report or if this was a statement, but they said he tripped and fell. Yeah, well, our own president tried to He's, discredit oh, the... <laughs> he tweeted a fucking conspiracy theory, dude, yeah. that it was set up. Yeah. I don't understand how that fucking guy is still there. Yeah. He's, I really don't. He said that this guy could be uh, an Antifa yeah. instigator, I think the word he used he was. He said it was set up, too. Yeah. He used let, the word set up. Like, that guy, let me tell you, if that was a setup, he really fell on his fucking sword. Like, he, he took one for the team. Yeah. He's in the hospital right now still, right? He he. Oh, yeah. So, he has a brain injury, a skull fracture. He's unable to walk. Jesus he was taken Christ. out of ICU, but from what I read when it first happened, the injury that he, that he got, like most people don't like live from that. Okay. And you got to take his age into it. Right. Into account. He's 75. Right. Um, and then your fucking president is tweeting conspiracy theories. Yeah. I, I genuinely like people still supporting him now. I, I think, and, and I'll say, you know, I'll say this every time I, I'm not very politically informed at all so again i'm not claiming to be like the the fountain of of knowledge on this subject but i it seems to me that if you're still supporting him like it has to be a result of willful ignorance the the shit that he does on a daily weekly monthly basis whatever Mm -hmm. that people seemingly just turn a blind eye to or there's always some fucking excuse like uh, one of my uncles is a a trump supporter not not like a super strong one but Mm -hmm. he's kind of like 
on the fence and he'll, he'll sit there and just kind of play devil's advocate. But it, it's always some little excuse like, or, or, or what about ism, you know, like w- they'll deflect yeah. it and be like, Oh, well, what about when so-and-so did this? It's like, okay, well, so-and-so's not the president of our country. You know, that's another thing too. I think I've talked to you about this off air and I've definitely mentioned it to other people. When I was a kid, we when we were kids and the president came on TV, that shit would stop Nickelodeon that shit would stop like Cartoon Network. Like the president going on TV was a big deal. Right. And I remember being a kid and being annoyed by it because my cartoons were off. Yeah. Kids but, Next Door is on. Like, exactly. But being able, as a kid, being able to talk to the president was like unimaginable to me. Right. Now you, you know, just tweet them. That's so <laughs> crazy. Literally, I have like young cousins. They can, if they wanted to. They can send a tweet to Trump. And what's crazier, because because we could have sent a tweet to Obama. Right. right. Obama was like the first president with social media because he, you know. Right. Um, when he came into office, that's kind of when it was really taken off. Right. George but, Bush was still in like the MySpace days. Definitely. Definitely. <laughs> yeah. But what's crazier about Trump is not only can you tweet him. There's a good chance he might see it. <laughs> and you know what? It's He's so, so insecure he might respond. <laughs> he might respond. Like it's insane. Um back to the bootlicking thing. Um to me that's the the main thing that I've been focusing on is just how out of control the the police are in this country. I mean there's Oh yeah. It seems like there's almost next to zero accountability. And which is which is something that people have been pushing to change and hopefully it will. But it's it's just so crazy. I I think right now it has to. I don't think it can't. Well, it's 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 weird. Like you were you were naming that list of all those people and like some of those people, uh, you know, uh, passed away or I I don't want to say passed away. We're were killed uh, years ago. Um, And it's it's just weird because it. It was the status quo for so long, like every couple weeks, every couple months, whatever, you would see a horrific incident like that. I, I, I never thought it would come to this point where it actually reached a boiling point and there were riots and stuff. But I think that's what we need. You know, I, I, I hope agree. it doesn't. I couldn't agree more. I hope the, nobody dies or anything, but like we need to all start standing up. That That's a, a big thing of what you just said. It might be too easy to become a police officer. Oh, 100%. There's no think about it. It is. You don't have to have necessarily... I mean, I'm sure it varies from department to department, but I, I know... they have to. I'm sure they have to get evaluated. Yeah. But I'm sure it's probably not the to ov- the level of where it should be. Yeah, the overwhelming majority, like you don't necessarily need a degree in criminal justice to become a police officer, you just go to the police academy for whatever that is, like six months. Mm-hmm. Um, you don't need a degree in criminal justice. You should, have, you should, the bare minimum should be a degree in criminal justice with like a minor in psychology. Or sociology. Any, yeah. Just understanding like how people interact and yeah. shit. And this is, this is going to get very sort of, um, I don't even know how to phrase it. Like this is, we might be a little over in our, uh, over our, in over our heads here, but it is kind of like an interesting thing, the societal sort of dynamic at play where it's it's a very inherently antagonistic sort of um, combative system where 
Americans and the police are natural enemies, you know? Def- so, so, so when the police roll up on somebody, they're not thinking, oh, like, you know, I'm, I'm just going to try and give this, like, they're almost ready for yeah. conflict. They're mm-hmm. kind of... I, both sides, really, yeah. yeah. You know, um, because the police roll up with such authority, yeah. they roll up, you know, wanting there to be something. Yeah. So that they can say that they had a big day that day, you know? Right. Something like that. Um, yeah. It, and it, 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 it's so, it's happens all the fucking time. Even before this, how many times over the past, let's say five years, have you seen some video on whatever major news network, whatever social media platform, how many times have you seen a video where something horrendous happens? Somebody is complying with orders and they get shot and killed or they're just what what the fuck ever like they're just going about their day going for a jog um and and the officer is clearly in the wrong uh mm-hmm. and then fucking nothing happens he gets a little paid suspension yeah and then and and another thing is like um even if it's unpaid them just not immediately getting fired yeah you know and, and and then the fucking cops are the ones that do the investigation yeah and well that's the thing i wanted to get into um so Number one, even if they get fired, there's not much in the way of like barring them from just going to the next town over and getting employed as a yes. cop there. Yeah. Because the U.S. doesn't have any sort of like national Sys- system that, like, to keep keep track of that. Which you, some people would make the argument that like that's kind of inherently how our country is set up, and like the states are supposed to be their own kind of autonomous thing and and i get that but like in the in the uk for instance they have um it's my understanding that they have kind of a national oversight committee or something kind of like internal affairs here but it's like an independent thing you Mm -hmm. know it's not through the the police and um and so it's just really fucking crazy that you can yeah the fact that the fact yeah the fact that you can even if even if the cop didn't kill somebody, the fact that the cop could have so many reports against them, yeah, get fired, and then just move and get the same job, yeah, doing the same thing in a new place, yeah, those those incident reports should follow you, yeah, you know that they, they shouldn't just disappear once you cross state lines or cross county lines or move to the next town, yeah, that should follow you, you know, it should it should be like you should have a record. I mean, it should be known that that happened or whatever happened, and you know. Yeah. They and, move into some small town and they hope people forget about it and they Yeah. And this this leads me to a huge, huge problem, which is an inherent problem in the system, which is that cops look out for other cops. That's yeah. You know, it even if you're even if, a yeah. scumbag piece of shit who straight up clearly murders somebody, mm-hmm. his cop buddies will yeah. will stick up for him or cover up for him or whatever or not report Not even shit. his cop buddies, just other cops. Yeah, because they're they're scared about what will happen to them if they speak out against another yeah. officer. They don't that, want to stick that's their so neck fucked. out. If you're a cop right now and you haven't said something about this, you're you're equally you're equally yes. Yeah. as big of a problem as any other cop that has done anything else. You know what I don't get going back to the the cops having like multiple incidents on the record shit. If I'm I'm the the chief of police or I'm the captain of a precinct or whatever, I I don't understand why would I want somebody with all these offenses on his record on my police force. Yeah. I don't understand why they're not more 
whatever the word is, like why they're not more diligent about taking care of that. That's a great point because when something happens like this, the one that has to make the statement is the chief of police. And in some cases, they'll they'll just like steer into the skid. Maybe that's not the right term. Like they'll they'll just like completely not understand the public like zeitgeist, and they'll oh, yeah. they'll there's some term I can't like double down on it double down on it yeah did Mm -hmm. you see uh it was uh again with the facts here uh it was like a police chief in somewhere in New York City was basically like we're people too like you gotta blah 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 like just completely not getting what people were so upset about we're not all bad and it's like that's not the fucking point yeah you need to crack down on the bad cops yeah Especially on New York City, because that's like a place where corruption, you know, is is presumed to be. Yeah, I think out I, there. I, I mean, have any... you seen Serpico? I haven't, but I know it exists. <laughs> but no, it's crazy. And going back to the going back to what you said about it was some quote that that you posted on social media. What did you? Say? Oh, I said. I said, if you're tired of hearing about racism, imagine how how pe- tired people, people are of experiencing, experiencing it. it. Yeah, that makes me so sick that there are people out there who are literally so close-minded and ignorant that they can't even like for a second. People who are so unempathetic that they can't even for a second try to imagine. Oh yeah, what it's like, yep. and they just like close their eyes to it. They're the, just like, that's fucking bullshit. These people yeah. are or my, making you know, it up. Or yeah, or my family came here in in 1920. Yeah, it's such a like, uh, like, overdone like social justice warrior term, but like you know, white privilege is like a real thing. Oh, a hundred percent. I'm glad we did this episode. I'm glad we talked about this stuff. Um, hopefully, this didn't come across as us just talking for an hour and saying a whole lot of nothing. I I don't know how many people are gonna listen to this, mm-hmm. and I don't I don't even know if we're gonna get comments, but. But if we do get comments, like like feel free to feel free to share your share your ideas. Oh, a hundred percent, a hundred percent, yeah. Yeah, let's let's all be civil and and seek to understand each other and like that that yeah, that's another big part too. Just listening, you know, going back to the video series I was telling you about, um, uncomfortable conversations with a black man. That's the whole point. Mm-hmm. The whole point of it. You, this this is not a comfortable topic. There's still so many you know thoughts and. You know things. I still feel so many things about all this, but you know, yeah. I'm gl- there, there's definitely a, a lot. I'm I'm sure we both have that went unsaid. And but, I think, yeah, it, it, like I said, we could do this for hours. And yeah. I think, uh, you know, that would there there would still be things that would go unsaid. But do you have anything in closing that you want to add? Um, I did just want to make one last point. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, no, just every everybody stay safe and, and keep hope alive and and just try to be empathetic to your fellow human beings. Yeah, I guess I I don't know. I yes. hope that's not too cutesy. I think but yeah. uh, but yeah, uh, we love you guys. Thanks for <laughs> yep. thanks for we'll listening. See you in the next episode.